Welcome to the Sisterhood of Healing podcast, the podcast that wants to help you reach your best and most divine potential. Each week, we dive into topics concerning inner healing, wellness, and spirituality. We discuss strategies and practice from our own personal experiences regarding higher energies, trauma, and connecting to the divine as we take you through our own personal journeys to discover the highest versions of ourselves. In combination with guest speakers, we bring you a comprehensive guide to mental and spiritual wellness and the ability to connect to yourself and the world around you on a deeper level. I'm Nicole. And I'm Christina. And we are two sisters who want to take you along on our spiritual and healing journey. We are each on our own individual healing and spiritual path and bring unique perspectives regarding yoga, chakra healing, meditation, intuition, and trauma healing. Sometimes life is messy, sometimes it's confusing, and sometimes everything falls perfectly into place. Join us as we navigate the path to divine enlightenment together. If you were with us last week, you would have heard our conversation with Alicia Wright, and we told you that it was just so fantastic. We couldn't cut any of it. We had to include all of it, so we split it up into two episodes for you. So if you weren't with us last week, go back, listen to part one of this episode. And if you were, let's get right into it. What are some other things that you think people struggle with when it comes to having like positive body image or, you know, getting on the fitness train and and meeting Mm. their goals? Like what are some of the roadblocks? What are some of their struggles? I think, um, there's a couple of things, especially that, that, women in particular do um they they say they don't have time time is a huge thing time is a huge thing but we're giving away a lot of our time aren't we to stuff that doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and um so the number one uh barrier to fitness is people will say they don't have enough time and i would say to that of course you do because you're on social media, you're, you're, you're consuming, um, you're consuming media, you're, you're, you're doing things that aren't getting you to where you want to be. Um, you're not, (laughs) you're not prioritizing yourself. And, and I'm not, and I'm very, um, I get very, uh, when people say, you know, oh, well people, you know, I'm just lazy. And you go, are you though? Because there's lots of other things that you do. Um, there's some, I always feel like there's something underneath the laziness, mm. whether it's fear, um, you know, lack of, of knowledge of what to do, um, some other kind of, of barrier. Um, I would say with, with the women that I speak to and work with, um, most of them have the worst sleep habits in the world. And if you're not getting quality sleep, nothing else that you try to do is going to like to, to improve your health and your fitness is going to happen. It just won't sleep. Proper sleep is the driver of so much stuff. And some of it is psychological and some of it is physiological. You don't get a good enough sleep. It's going to throw your hunger hormones all out of whack. Mm -hmm. And it makes, when you are sleep deprived, it makes you crave junk. Mm -hmm. It just does. And, and then of course you're too tired to exercise and you're dragging your ass through your day 
and you're sleeping in till the very last moment that you can before you have to get up and go to work. And so then you're like, yeah, I'll work out when I get home from work. No, you're not. You're not going to, you're not. And um, so I find that like um, inability to plan. So I, you know, I, I, I talk about this a lot with, with a lot of my videos is that you need to plan training and food and sleep like an appointment for yourself. You have to, you have to cut people off. Like you, like you're going to have to like shut things down at a reasonable hour. And if you're not one of those people that can, can, um, motivate yourself to train after work, well, then you're just going to have to get up before work and do it. Or you're just going to have to go and do something on your lunch hour or you're, you know what I mean? Like you're going to have to find a time that works in your schedule and put that shit in your, in your schedule. Because if you don't, if you don't plan that, it's not going to happen. So that's one thing I would say is that people don't plan. They don't prioritize exercise and, and proper meals into their, into their day. The other big determinant I think is, um, is that support system. And when I used to train people one-on-one, it's a difficult, it's a really, really difficult thing to do that. And I was training mostly women um, back in the early aughts when I was doing that. And I found the biggest determinant of somebody's success was who was around them. Whether it was partners or children or friends. And if you, if you don't have a social support system that is going to encourage you and um, help you. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to make, you know, help you with your meal prep, but just someone who under, people that understand your journey and why you are gonna say yes to certain things and no to certain things. If you don't have that, that's going to make things very, very difficult for you. If everyone in your life just wants to go and party all the time and go out to eat all the time, that's not going to be really helpful if you're on a journey of better health and fitness and improvement and going to the next level. Um, We have a saying in jujitsu, surround yourself with those on the same mission as you. And one of the best things about the jujitsu community is that our idea of fun on a Friday night is going to training instead of going to the bar, right? Like, that's that's the busiest class of the week is Friday night (laughs) while everybody is out like having some drinks and doing all the things we're like forget that we're throwing on a gi and you know our coach will put we'll put like crack up like crank up the tunes and we're just training and talking to each other and and then you know and there's nothing better than like awesome training session you go home you have a big fat shower and you go to bed and and it's really hard if you don't have people in your life that understand that it's going to be very difficult for you so um your new life a lot of times is going to cost you your old one and the people that are um detriments and speed bumps in that journey you may just have to um distance yourself from those people because the people that really care about you and care about what you're trying to do and that improvement are going to be there on the other side for you. And they're going to be there along the way for you. And, um, and a lot of people just don't understand it. My circle is very, very small because 
it's like, well, you know, Monday I'm training and Tuesday I'm training and Friday I'm training and Saturday I'm training and Sunday I'm training. It's just, and, and then there's, and then there's, you know, planning your meals and not wanting to go out to eat all the time and not wanting to go out and drink because that's just behavior. That's going to not only bring me far away from my goals, but it makes me feel like shit. I'm 51. I can't party like the 20 year olds. And honestly, it's really funny because you get into your thirties and you lament the fact that you can't party like you could when you were 20. You're like, yes, God, like I can't. And then you get into your, into your forties and fifties and you go, that doesn't even sound fun to me. <laughs> like not right. Like it's not even something I want to do anymore. I don't want to feel like garbage. I don't want to lose an entire Saturday because I went out and got completely trashed on a Friday night. And now my weekend's done. Like, no, thank you. I want to get up early and train and, and engage with my followers and spend some time with people that understand me and understand, you know what I mean? Like, I think those, those are some real roadblocks that are painful for people because that's what they've always done. It's the people they've always hung out with. It's the the things that they've, you know, gotten attached to. And you have to break those attachments to things that aren't, that don't serve you anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's a really hard thing. That's a painful thing. I've had to let go of a lot of people in my life because they're just like, you're just not fun. And I am fun. I'm just not fun in a way that they're used to having fun. Yeah. You know, I'm a riot. I just don't need to be, I just don't need to be trashed at a bar to be fun. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult. I've, I've counseled women where, you know, this, you need to do this, you need to do that. And they go, oh yeah, but I really like, I'm out to eat with my friends like four or five times a week. Like, I really don't want to give that up. And you go, okay. Like, yourself, okay. Like, I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> like, yeah. Like I, okay. Like you're not ready for this and that's cool. Like that's totally fine. But, but I think that, um, you know, it's funny. You talk about, um, affirmations. I recently, um, through a friend of mine got a hold of a deck of affirmations that are called ho formations. <laughs> and they're from, uh, a couple of girls. They're called the selfish sisters. They're out of Toronto actually. And they are like bad bitch affirmations and they are a beautiful deck of cards. I recommend them highly. And uh, this is, maybe you might have to bleep this out, but like I pulled one the other day and they're so, they're so great. I pulled one the other day. It says, keep your circle as tight as your pussy. And I was like, amen to that. Because I just, I don't have time. I don't have time. This is how I want to feel. This is the life that I want. This is how I want to spend my time. And you're either with me or get out of the way. Simple as that. Nothing but love for you, but from over here. Because I, I, don't, I don't want to live that kind of life. I don't want to live that kind of life where I'm running to catch up all the time or dragging my ass through my day or lamenting about how you know my everything feels like garbage and I look like garbage and I I just don't want to live that life and I decided that a long time ago and so everybody's journey is different everybody has to honor their own journey and everybody else's journey but 
if you've decided that those, you know, those things and that lifestyle is more important to you, then that's, that's your journey, but that's not what I want. And that's not what I want for the women that I work with and that I interact with. You know what I mean? And yeah. you, said you had to decide a long time ago. It's, it's definitely a decision you make. Like it's a choice you make. You make choices in your life and they lead you down one path or another. And the outcome is based on that choice. So do you want to wake up bright and bushy tailed on a Saturday morning? Or do you not? Do you want to keep feeling like garbage or do you not? Mm-hmm. And I know like I had to make some like mental choices, like, right. Like cutting people out. Cause mentally I didn't feel good emotionally. They didn't make me feel good. So like, that was the big thing for me, right? Like it's not just physical, but like mental and emotional. And you're oh. just like, yeah, I don't want to feel like this when I, after I hang out with you for a couple hours, like don't really feel so good about myself. So mm. sorry. Like you said, no, I absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to do that Yeah, because people don't understand, but it's like, um, and, and, and this, this is the thing with age again, I, I do feel like I don't have time to feel like garbage No, and whether that's what I'm putting in my body or what I'm doing with my body or the people that are around me, you're absolutely right. Like honor your nervous system, man, mm-hmm. <laughs> honor your nervous system. Mm-hmm. How do you, you know, take a little, take a little inventory of how you feel after spending time with certain people. Yes. And if you don't feel energized and heard and seen and refreshed, goodbye. It's just not, yeah, no. And I I know how difficult that is. Those are difficult decisions to make, especially if they're long-term, you know, relationships or friendships. It's difficult. It's really difficult, but, um, it's if, if you want to go to a different place and you want a different life, that's what's required sometimes, unfortunately. Yeah. hundred percent. So what do you find is the most motivating for you? Like, it sounds like you're going off of like the feeling of the feeling of um, like what you're doing. So you now we kind of touched so, on your motivation, but is there anything else you can mention? what keeps me motivated yeah to do stuff um <laughs> you know i um i hate to keep bringing everything back to jujitsu but i think um this is an art that is so the breadth of it and the depth of it is so vast that i'll be able to get to the end of my life without getting to the end of it It is an organic, living, breathing art that evolves and changes with who's doing it and and what, how people learn to get around things and to change things and to adjust things. And I, you know, when I started Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, I was forty years old, and I I I acknowledge the fact that. I may be very well be in my mid to late fifties, even sixties before I get a black belt in that art that I love so much. But I thought at, I'd rather be 60 with a black belt than without one. Hmm. So what drives me now is, you know, that goal of getting, and it's not even the belt. Like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll be happy when I, it'll be amazing when I have a black belt, but I'm happy now. 
And so what motivates me is getting better, getting better at something that is so complex and so difficult that everything else in my life is like, I need to make sure that I'm set up to achieve these goals and to get to these places that I want to get to with this art that has done so much for me and so much for other people in my life. And, and being the best version of me for myself and for the people that I care about and the people that I do interact with. Um, I feel like I owe that. I owe that to that woman that was in such a horrible place and was in so much pain and was just so like in despair. That's what motivates me is an older version of me that's looking forward and going, oh, wow, this is where I'm going to. This is where I'm, this is what I'm doing all this for. This is what I'm going through this for. I feel like if I just stop everything and go, fuck it, I don't care anymore. Then how does that honor that woman that went through so much to get here? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's, that's what I would say kind of motivates me. And the, and the big pants, little top, that'll do it. That'll do it too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but yeah. Right. Like, yeah, no, I think, I, I think that's super important. I think that's super important to, to, to honor what you've been through. And it's like, why would I come this far just to come this far? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 You have to do it for yourself first and foremost. Absolutely. Do for your, your past self and your future self. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you, because if you don't do it for you, it's not going to stick. It just won't. No. Yeah. And you know, um, I don't know if I've, if I've um, posted this one yet, but I, and this is definitely on my list to address is the whole idea of the revenge body. Mm. Like it is that, that idea is so toxic. Yes. And it's something that's, it's something that's so pervasive. You know, I saw they, there was a little story about the next season of the crown. Do you guys watch the crown No. on, on Netflix? Oh my God. It's so good. I, even if you're not like a Royal watcher, it's so good. It's so good. And so, and it was a little story about, cause this next season of the crown is all about like the, the demise of Charles and Diana's marriage. And they had a photo of the actress that's playing Diana in the so-called revenge dress. Mm, Right. And, and that idea is still so pervasive about the revenge dress, the revenge body, the revenge. And it's such a, it's such a toxic idea of like, no one cared. Like, you know, I, I, I think of Buddha and the whole, like, you know, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. It's just not going to happen that way. Mm-hmm. You have to do this out of love, out of love for yourself, out of love for the people around you that you want to be your best self for. Um, revenge has no place in any of that. And so I, I, I think that, you know, Nicole, you, you, you make such a good point. You have to do it for you. You have to do it for you and out of love for yourself, right? And, and, and that person that you are, um, because doing it for someone else, either for a good reason or a, like a positive reason or a negative reason, 
not gonna not gonna happen it's not going to no. happen yeah no it's not sustainable and like what do you what do you do beyond that so you show up you got your revenge dress on or this person sees you and you're with your revenge bod and you're like yeah they saw me and then then what like what have you worked for for that 50 seconds like what like what is this I never, I never. And, and you know and that and that whole like it's like yeah because they think they're going to get closure from that you don't get closure from other people you get no. you get closure for yourself you decide this is closed yes <laughs> you yes. close it yes and and that that you know that has nothing to do with anybody else and you're right. Like you see your ex and they go, Oh, you look good. And it's like, wow, you're still an asshole. Great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so what? It's, it's okay. really quite something. And it's such, and people just throw these things out there. Like, Oh yeah. Like what? And you're just like, you don't. And, and that's how, you know, how healed you are because yes, go, I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> right. You go, that's fucked up. Like, do you realize how fucked up that is? Yeah. They don't. Yeah. So it's hard, man. That, that, that healing journey, that like, that makes you like kind of make weird faces at a lot of stuff that are just, is just so such a given in society where people yeah. go, like, yeah, like you would. And you're just like, no, that's messed up. <laughs> that is messed up. There is, there's so much I, I cannot even handle anymore. I'm like, I, I feel like I live on a different planet because what? Like what? Yeah. The narratives that we believe in, this is what we're perpetuating. Like what? That's not And when you call it out, <laughs> people you look crazy? at you like, yeah. Yeah. what is wrong with you? Yeah. People, people think you're negative. Yeah. There's a lot of people that think I'm a negative person. I'm not a negative person. I'm a super positive person. Yeah. But, but I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not engaging in, in that bullshit narrative anymore. I'm sorry. That's messed up. That causes a lot of pain and I'm not engaging. You guys, you guys can do whatever you want. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to make a comment on something that you said in terms of, and it kind of relates to all this when you're like, that's ridiculous. You said that you started training jujitsu at 40 years old yes. to which I think a lot of people, once they're past 20, 25, they think mm-hmm. they can't start new things, can't start a new career, can't mm-hmm. start a new hobby, you know, can't start a family, like whatever it is. But you did that at 40. That's so inspiring. And it and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be something where I'm like, wow, Alicia, good for you. You were 40. You <laughs> started jujitsu. Because you know, a lot of, a lot of people will be like, wow, like good for you. You started that age, but like, no, just like good for you. You started something new that you wanted to do. Like, what are you going to start at 55? What are you going to start at 60? I can't wait to see. I can't wait till you get your black belt. <laughs> we'll be there cheering you on. Thank you. There'll be lots of pictures. Trust me. Okay. There'll be lots of pictures <laughs> and video, but, but this is, yeah, I, I, and thank you for saying that, but I, I think that's a great part too, is that, you know, you're, we are wired for novelty. Mm-hmm. we're wired for new things. And I think a big part of that aging narrative of just kind of everything goes to shit is part of that. That comes from deciding like, I'm good. Like I've done all the learning I'm going to do. I've tried all the new things I'm going to try. I'm, you know, and you, and you know, these people, you, you, you talk to these people. It usually starts with music, you know, like people my age, it's like, 
oh, every, everything that's come out since 1999, shit. And you're like, there's a lot of good music out now. I like it. And people think I'm crazy, but I, I, I like it. I don't, I don't understand why everybody has to hate on new music. Yeah. It's great. And, and it's like, what is, but, but that's aging where you start to close your mind mm-hmm. to things and new experiences. And, and everybody's like, they're just working to pay bills until they can retire for what? So you can be horizontal on a couch for the next 20 years until you, until you die. No, thank you. Okay. No, thanks. Uh, no. And I think uh, again, that's, that's something else. Like, you know, people talk about retirement, like it's some kind of goal to attain. Retirement is just voluntary unemployment. You know, the <laughs> negative health effects that come out of unemployment. Our dad was afraid to retire. He's 66 this year and he was dragging his heels. Cause he's like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Yeah, he should start a business. That's you know what? Like- we we live in wine country. Grew up in wine country. My parents are there. We're like, Dad, like you are so social. Go work at a winery. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. He would be in his element, just talking oh. to people about wine all day and asking them about their lives, and it would be amazing. But this is what I'm saying. Like, we don't think about that. The negative health outcomes with unemployment are very well documented physically and mentally. And so retirement is just voluntary unemployment. And so don't, don't spend all this time slaving away at this job just so that you can retire and wait for death. No, take all of that, everything that you've learned, all your experience, your fearlessness and channel that into something else. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, like that's, it's not all just about, you know, can you have, can you have like, you know, a, a, a booty and, and boulder shoulders at, at 55, what are you doing with, with your brain? What kind of new things are you learning? What are you challenging yourself with? I think one of the things you know? is that we work, we work so long, like you said, to reach retirement, we work, work so long for the quote unquote, the man, and mm. then don't, invest in our passions don't invest in what actually motivates us what actually makes us happy what actually drives us because that's what we've told me to be working for is retirement and then some people unfortunately don't make it there right and no no what were were you working you didn't you you were working to live or living to work however living to work yeah yep we lived we lived to work and and you know to bring up europe again they are the exact opposite, exact opposite, yep. you know, and, and, and this, and this is something that I think, you know, there's a, there's a lot starting to be written about the, the great resignation that's happening post COVID, you know, post lockdown and all that kind of stuff. And people are coming out of this and realizing, I don't want to be miserable anymore. I don't want to dread eight hours of my day every day for the next 20 years. No, thank you. And People have there. There's a good portion of the population that um, you guys included that are putting energy and time into your passion, into things that fill you up, into things that feed you. And I think that's so amazing that you're doing that. And those are the people that are going to fare a lot better because shit's on fire right now. The world is on fire, and. How do we not despair in a world like that? Well, 
by doing these kinds of things, by having these conversations, by, you know, smashing these narratives and these, and this messaging that we've grown up with. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and forging your own path instead of like, well, this is what's expected of me. We did what was expected of us and where did it get us? (laughs) Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> like, not in a place I thought I would be not in a place <laughs> no quote-unquote they so what is what is but you're in, but you're in a better place oh like the best place I've ever been in the best because place. you've chosen that for yourself you've chosen that right yep. and and when you when you have like I think it's from that stupid movie we bought a zoo but I love the, I, I, I love the line, 30 seconds of courage will change your life. Yes. And it's, it's literally a decision. Like when I made the decision, okay, I need to like, here I am, everything's gone to shit. Where am I going next? It was mm-hmm. a decision where I was like, I can just keep wallowing in self-pity. I can be angry for the rest of my life. I can be resentful. I can be upset, whatever. Or I can put on my big girl pants, figure out what the hell happened, figure out what I need to work through and how am I going to grow from this? Mm-hmm. But it's a decision. Like you said, like it's that choice that you make and mm-hmm. things could have been really, really bad right now. And I would have been miserable probably for the rest of my life if I had stuck with that mentality or like, it's a choice, right? It's a choice we all have to make. But yeah, a lot of people, like you said, are realizing right now that they're not happy in that. Mm-hmm. And they have to, and they have to, they have power and not everybody. And listen, I don't want to be, I don't want to come across like, you know, that I, 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 I'm not aware of people that are in horrible situations and they're just not able to get out at, at this time. And I wish I hope for them that they find the support that they need to do what they need to do. And I understand that there are people that are in impossible situations, whether financially or otherwise. And I, I, I feel those people, you know, I, I, there are a lot of people that are stuck for whatever reason, and it's, it's an awful place to be. And I just hope, you know, that something will change their situation. Um, But we need to stop asking for permission to live our lives the way we want to. Yeah. And, and that's been a huge lesson for me. I've always been kind of a rule follower, right. As a younger woman and, and you get used to, you know, and the jobs that I've, you know, the, the work that I've done, you get used to asking for permission for everything. everything. And I'm so done. And, and when you, when you find that freedom of like, I don't need anybody's permission. I'm just going to big fat do this on my own and uh, try and stop me. Like, <laughs> it's just, you know, um, and it's, it's the freedom of that to literally create your own future is so powerful. Yeah. And then you ask, well, what motivates you? That freedom is just like, that is the best drug in the world right? There, there is nothing that feels like that where you can literally look around and go, I can do anything I want. I can do anything I want. And that's, um, yeah, like it's, it's a whole, it's a whole different mindset than what I think we've been raised to have. So yeah, it's crazy. 
what crazy. was that and what was that what was that process like for you to get to that point where you were like I can do whatever I want I am free I don't care about anything else you know that I was told before like what did that look like for you how long did it take it's a work in process it's a work in process I have I have my doughty days for sure but I'll be honest with you um my sons my sons were a huge part of that um they're remarkable humans and they they have at the tender ages of 23 and 20 um bucked the expectations and and the the traditional life script and done their own thing they both have their own businesses and they are creating lives for themselves that look the way they want them to look. And it's not for me, it's not for their father, it's not for anyone else. And um, it, it was inspiring, it was inspiring. And it, I, I work very closely with my older son um, with, with, this, with this business and it has transformed my relationships with my children. Um, it no one prepares you for how to parent adult children and how that changes and how satisfying those relationships can be if you actually treat your children like human beings and listen to them, mm -hmm. not just shake your finger at them and tell them what they should be doing when you haven't even thought about how stupid that sounds, yeah. right? <laughs> and and um, and I think that that. They have been a huge um, source of learning and mindset shift and paradigm shift for me, just watching them be so brave and just like, yeah, no, we're going to do this thing. And they just went and did it. And they're so close. They're both in the same, um, the same field, the same business. And it's essentially self-created and it's been so inspiring to watch them basically just live the dream and I'm like what am I doing I made these people if they can do that I can do this too and that was that was a huge kind of aha moment for me of like you know why what am I afraid of what am I afraid of and it's like you know what it's it was just this sort of thought of, wow, I'm so proud of what they've achieved and what they're achieving and what they are becoming and who they're becoming. I want to, I want to run right alongside them. Right. It's, it's, I think a lot of times, you know, when, when parents have successful children, it's like, well, now they can take care of me. How many times do you hear that? Yes. Well, they'll be able to take care of me in my old age. They'll be able to take care of me. And I think, no, fuck that. I don't want them to take care of me. I want to be right up there with them where, you know, we're like, you know, the, the Kardashians, except not toxic, you know, just <laughs> like, um, right. That that's what I want. I want, you know, for, the, for us to be this, this family of like, yeah, we're all kicking ass and taking names and, and living life the way we want on our own terms. And it, it's that, that, that was that moment for me. And it's still a work in progress, but I, I, I love where it's going. Oh, that's wonderful. And I think it's, it's very open-minded of you too, that you as the adult, as the parent, 
are looking toward your children as a source of inspiration and growth and learning because like you said you're not you understand that you don't need to be in that position to shake your finger at them and tell them what to do and you can learn from them as well like there's so much growth that comes for both parts of the relationship that way I think and and it strengthens the relationship too in a lot of ways I definitely think I I I agree and I think that you know, when your children, when my children know that I see them as adults, Mm -hmm. as men and respect and respect them as such and relate to them as such. And, you know, I'm still human. Like, you know, when they say, you know, sometimes they'll say something or do something and I'll go, I didn't raise you to talk like that. Or I didn't raise you, you know, because it's, you can't help it. That's, it's like, don't, don't say that to your mother. Like, but it's more of a, of a, of a, a joke at at this point, right? It's just the way we, but, but I, I think you're absolutely right. It does strengthen my relationship with them because they know that I trust them and trust their judgment and have kind of given over. You guys are adults now. You don't need me for that. Let's enjoy each other's company. Let's enjoy who we are and where we're going and what we're working towards. But I don't feel the need to like kind of mommy you. You don't need me for that. You, you need someone on your side rooting for you, right? That's what you, that's what you need. And they do that for me too. And, um, and it's great. It feels really, really good. It feels really good to be in that space with them. So it's, it's been awesome. Oh, that's so nice. So in your journey, uh, in your life thus far, because mm-hmm. we've got a lot of life to live yet. What are some of the greatest lessons you've learned so far on your journey through life? Um, don't wait to be happy. Don't wait to be happy. I, I, it always breaks my heart when I hear people say, I'll be happy when, mm. because you won't. Mm-mm. Um, find a way to find a way to love the process, find a way to be happy in the moment. I mean, I know there's a lot of talk about gratitude and things like that, but I, I really think that that is a way to be happy and still be working towards something. I think too many people wait to be happy Mm -hmm. and then they never are. Mm-hmm. They never are. And so that that's something that I've learned. You can't wait to be happy. You need to be happy now. Find find your joy in wherever you are in your life, even if you're not super stoked about where you are and you're trying to get to another place. You have to find joy in that. And you have to, you can't wait to be happy. It's 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 a thief. It's a thief of your time, right? Um I, I think I would say that's that's one thing. And just to kind of reiterate what I was saying before about support systems, the quality of your life is, is determined by the quality of your relationships. Yes. People think, you know, the car, the house, the clothes, the, the, the trips, the whatever you can, I, I have friends of mine that have been in 
horribly shitty relationships and they've been on the trip of a lifetime and it was a fucking nightmare because of who they were with. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> and I've, I, I've been, you know, on getaways in, you know, some of the most beautiful properties that this, you know, that Ontario has to offer. And I would have given anything to be anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And then I've had, you know, gone to no frills and gotten $5 pizzas and been like ha- the happiest I've ever been. You know, it's not about money. The, the quality of your life will be determined by the quality of your relationships. And if you can't learn how to communicate your needs or you can't learn how to discern who is good for you and who isn't, it's going to make you miserable. Mm-hmm. And you know that. And unfortunately, we all tend to learn that the hard way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it usually that lesson usually sticks if we learn it that way. So not um, made the mistake twice, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I think the last thing I would say, having having said that, that you know your relationships are important. The last thing that I would say is that sometimes you're just going to have to do it alone, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Sometimes you're just going to have to do it alone. Those are, I, th- I would say, I thought those are probably like the three major lessons that I've, I've learned and that I've, that I'm okay with. Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Those are great lessons and great pieces of, of advice. Thank you. I hope I, you know what, and that's what I hope. I hope, I mean, I would love to spare people pain, but I think, you know, we learn so much from that pain. You don't, you almost don't want to stop it because you, that's where you learn, right? Is going through things. I I do have a really strong belief that, you know, balance is important in life in all aspects. And Mm. if you want to get to some happy, like truly happy, not, oh, I'm happy. I have these things, but true state of happiness to true state of peace. There's some sort of pain, uh, maybe pain's a strong word, but there's some sort of uh, opposite. Discomfort. Yes. discomfort there's yeah. some sort of discomfort that comes along with that right because mm-hmm. without through discomfort you get growth growth doesn't come without discomfort so yeah you do, definitely do need that to feel and develop true peace mm-hmm. for sure uh so where can listeners connect with you so we have mentioned your instagram and your tiktok so can you mention your handles yes absolutely um my Instagram handle is at angelish fit. So angelish is kind of my, my brand, kind of a saint, kind of ain't, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I love you, but I'm going to tell you shit you don't want to hear. So it's A N G E L I S H F I T. That is on Instagram. The handle is the same on TikTok as well. If anybody wants to send me an email, they can do that at Alicia, A-L-I-C-I-A at angelishfit.com. And um, there's actually, um, if people want, there is a link in my Instagram bio um, because we talked a lot about jujitsu today and self-defense. I do have a 31 point self-defense mindset checklist that um, people can click on the link in my bio and download that um, for free. It's easily downloadable to your phone. It 
Um, I talk about um, the basics, uh, being safe at home when you're out on the town, out on a date, um, uh, on vacation, like when you're on holiday or traveling by yourself, um, some social media tips to keep yourself safe, those kinds of things. So, um, and like I say, easily down downloadable to your phone so that it's, it's accessible to you at any time. And so if people want to, um, to find that they can, they can get that link and get that, that material. And, um, and they're more than welcome to send me an email too. I've, I've gotten a couple of emails from people that were like, this is, this is so helpful. Thank you. And, and just, and, and I've actually had a couple of people message asking for jujitsu dojo recommendations because they, oh. they see my, my stuff and go, I've been dying to try it and now I want to do it. And they're not close enough to come to my dungeon dojo. So I have to send them, I have to outsource. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so great though. You're inspiring people to do jujitsu. You definitely inspired us. I love it. I want to see pictures and I'm telling you, we're going to do this. We're going to get photos and we're going to, we're going to publish we're going to get that get those up so that everybody can see how amazing you guys are and how you guys are going to be naturals i can tell <laughs> do it we'll take you up on it yeah. okay <laughs> well thank you so much for talking with us i mean that was it's just such a my heart is full my mind is full mm -hmm. i feel so satisfied from that conversation and it is so nice to connect with like-minded people. And that's what we're doing on this platform. We had said that at the end of last season that it, it, we're just so happy that we're doing this to connect, you know, with people like yourself and, and all the others that we've had the opportunity to, but thank you. Cause that was, that was great. Thank you. I, I feel the same. Um, it's, it is wonderful to talk to people who, who get it. And um, thank you for giving me this platform to, to speak to your, to your audience and, and tell them what I'm about. And to tell them that it's okay. And yeah, I, I, I'm very happy to have the opportunity to talk to both of you today. And Nicole, it was really nice to meet you. I hadn't seen you before. And, and so it was really nice to, to connect with you as well. And um, yeah, I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to our, our little jujitsu date. <laughs> awesome. It was nice meeting you and having this conversation with you. So thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. That's it for our show today. Thanks for joining. Remember, you can always reach out to us on our socials, on Instagram at sisterhood underscore of underscore healing, or on TikTok at sisterhood of healing. We love to hear from you, so please reach out to us at any time. Thank you for journeying with us today. We'll see you next time.